This is Anthems. My name is Carl Four, and I'm speaking to you from Hackney in London. I'm the founder of Stretch, a different kind of yoga studio based around strong community and our homegrown teachers. I also founded Exile Festival, which is where we take our community, yoga, our fitness and our dancing shoes out into the countryside for an annual weekend celebration of life. Before all of this, I was a DJ producer traveling the world, making records and having too much fun. But it's now 2020 and out of nowhere, I suddenly wake up and somehow I have turned 40. How did that happen? One moment I'm dropping beats in Moscow, spinning back records in Shanghai, and the next minute I'm excitedly buying Tupperware and turfing a bloody lawn. On the plus side, I have a wonderful wife and two lovely children, so I'm happy to say that my fun looks very different nowadays. I have trained hundreds of yoga teachers over the last few years, and if you ask any of them, they will tell you that I'm not a massive fan of the gram or any digital forms of self-promotion, to be honest. I struggle with it. In fact, if I was to be completely honest, I'd have to declare that I carry a big complex from my formative years about showing off. I know you're probably thinking, hmm, DJing, teaching yoga, perfect vocations for the retiring wallflower. Well, let me tell you, Young whippersnapper, when I was a DJ, the booth was on the dance floor and the DJ was part of the dance. Not on the stage with an inflatable pointy hand pointing at things. And teaching yoga, really teaching yoga means you practically disappear into the room of bodies and the sound of breath. In both, we become one, one mass of people, undulating, smiling, and moving together. What a joy. On reflection, I guess, I was subconsciously trying to recreate with Stretch and Exhale the 90s, early 2000s community and love-struck vibrations that formed around dance music and underground club culture at the time. You see, I'm a reluctant and unlikely spiritual leader. I'm from Birmingham and had never seen a quinoa or contemplated putting pomegranate or any other fruit in a salad before I left for the gentrified and salubrious south. But somehow I found myself here with a twice a day matcha habit and a tongue in cheek nickname that those have trained with me still call me. Spiritual leader came about because one of my first graduate teachers called me a guru. I humbly decline the title, saying that a guru's job is to take the student from darkness to light. And I said I prefer spiritual leader as it carries all of the importance and grandiosity with much less of the responsibility. Cut to spring 2020 and we've just gone into pandemic lockdown. My phone needs constantly charging as my communities of yogis and teachers, many have become dear friends, are anxious and are reaching out. We can't congregate. We can't come together in ritual and be held in space. I had to immediately put down my digital shyness and get my face on the screen in order to keep doing what I do. For myself, my family, my community, my livelihood, I had to get over myself. So far it's been the push I needed, so that's why I'm here, getting over myself to share my word with you. 
I bought the web domain six months ago. I wasn't sure why at the time, but that word, which I think is my favourite word of all time, is respair. The word respair has fallen out of use and as such has been taken out of the dictionary, but it means the opposite of despair. It also sounds a bit like respire, to breathe. Respair means to bring back hope, or as I like to interpret it, to breathe back hope. A virus that attacks the respiratory system is on the rampage across our planet. Yet as a consequence, many cars are off the roads. The planes are out of the sky and the factory chimneys have slowed. There's a message emerging from this liminal time and it's to do with the one thing we all share, regardless of race, color or creed. Breath. It's our life force. Last year I undertook a training myself in breathwork. To be specific, a practice called inspirational breathing. A wonderful lady named Nicola Price was a regular at Exhale Festival and for a couple of years had been offering breath pattern analysis at the festival. Two years ago, right in the middle of proceedings when I was running around like a headless chicken on speed, Nicola said to me, this year you're going to give me 15 minutes of your time to show you what I do. I went to Nicola's breathing tent and 15 minutes later emerged as a new man. I felt more relaxed and grounded than I had ever been. In fact, I don't think I really had any reference for what being relaxed and grounded really meant until this point. Later that weekend, I watched as a colleague with a back so bad she couldn't turn over on her bed, stand up, walk across a field and drive away after just 20 minutes with Nicola. I'd studied with masters, so I recognised a real Jedi when I see one. I wanted to know what she knew, and so I booked myself onto the course immediately. The course was life-changing. Firstly, I discovered most people have a compromised breath pattern without knowing it, most of the time caused by the unintegrated emotional charges they suppress or ignore. Many of these emotional charges have been carried over from childhood. Once addressed, the free flow of breath impacts the nervous system, relieving physical tension, mental anguish and emotional discomfort. That sounds pretty good, huh? Well, it gets better. Through practice, technique and awareness, we can use the breath to create a portable, easily accessible state of peace wherever we are, whatever we are doing. In time, you can learn to breathe yourself to sleep to access and to process your grief, to allay your fears and transform your anger. It's complete magic and it's what is needed in the world right now. It's time that we all learn to breathe again and feel again. We've built a world out of suppressing uncomfortable emotions, shopping, drugs, alcohol, endless streaming, dating apps, easy sex, cheap holidays, exercise, you name it shock horror. We can even use yoga sometimes to bypass our feelings. We are technologically advanced beyond the wildest dreams of my Stranger Things-esque boyhood, but we are emotionally and respirationally stunted. But I have hope. I have breathed it. 
I've seen men with agonising, debilitating back pain get up after being stuck in bed for days and walk after remembering how to breathe. I've seen people release years of the anger and the fear holding them back. And I have grieved buckets and buckets and days of tears myself so I can be here now, pick myself up and get myself on a screen, on a podcast, on anything to share this love. So let's breathe together. And you can do this anywhere. On a tube, at the dinner table, in the office. Start by sitting or lying comfortably. Maybe you don't even need to close your eyes. But I'd suggest unless you're currently operating a forklift truck, for example, soften into your peripheral gaze at least. Notice any tightness across the forehead and tension in the temples. And notice what happens when you bring in some kind awareness. Make the jaw soft, loose and free. Notice that the jaw can be the holding place for stubbornness and resentment. Let go and notice what happens to your breath. Make your throat tender, the kind of tender when you're having an honest and deeply connected conversation with someone you love. Soften around the collarbones, the heart and the belly. Then move your hands onto your lower ribs and as you inhale, allow this middle of the barrel to expand on all sides. Let the exhale be a complete let go. A miniature release, like the tide rolling out. Your inhale breath is a big yes to life. So don't let it be timid. Your exhale breath is a kind of and so it goes. And so it goes. So notice if you're breathing into the chest, which is kind of the emergency tank, and invite the breath low into the belly and wide on all sides. As you exhale, as you let go of the breath, no force, no control, no manipulation, just a kind and gentle let go. Take a few rounds and then ask yourself, how do I feel? What's the difference? What has changed? Do I feel less reactive, less out there, more attuned to my body, my emotions and my environment? And if I can create change in just a few seconds of breath, then what is possible in the life of the individual and the global human family? Respair, my friends. The future is not a given. But the only point to impact it is the present moment. And nothing will bring you into the power of the present 
like the breath. Respare, both noun and verb. Definition, the return of hope after a period of despair. 